Triple M. Rush Hour. Tonight it's Rabs and Tony with you as we track Ryan James' battle at the judiciary. We'll go to Dobbo with the latest from James Roberts' allegations of troubles in a drunken night out. Cowboy Michael Morgan joins us as the Premier's fighter form slump. All the Rio latest with Mel McLaughlin and the Aussie struggle in Sri Lanka. Welcome to the Rush Hour. Yes, I was hoping to be bringing you some great joy, uh, some glory for Australian sport. Sadly, that hasn't been the case. Uh, still seven gold medals. We did get one today, but uh, as I look to the cricket, six for 130 rabs. Our demise at the hands of uh, the seventh-ranked Sri Lankan team in Sri Lanka continues at pace. Yeah, what's happened? Well, six out. What's, six happened, up. what's happened to Australian sport? We mm. can't play cricket on no. the subcontinent. No. The swimmers only win three three gold medals. Correct. The golfers, they don't particularly want to go to the Olympics. <laughs> no. And the tennis players aren't allowed to go to the Olympics. It's, yeah. It's a disaster. It is a struggle. I've changed my uh, favourite sport now to darts because I understand the darts masters is on in Sydney uh, this weekend. So, uh, And it's a lot of large gents wearing shirts that they untuck that are very loud and they drink beer while they play their sport. So uh, that's it for me. I'm there this weekend. Before we get into, we've got so much to get to, Rabs. There is a man, uh, and look, Parramatta, we've talked about what's happened to Parramatta. One of the great Parramatta names. Anybody who's walked into Parramatta Stadium and sat in the Ken Thornett stand or looking across at it, uh, many of you will know, some won't know the story behind it, but uh, we lost one of the greats, uh, Kenny Thornett. Yeah, we did. He was uh, affectionately known as the Mayor of Parramatta uh, to, to try and explain to younger listeners, you know, think of any fullback that you've ever seen play that was the greatest of his day. Uh, Billy Slater, uh, Graham Langlands, Graham Eady. Uh, it doesn't matter what era you come from, Ken Thornett back in the 60s was that fullback and he was named in the top 100 rugby league players for the uh, sen- century of rugby league in 2008. But he was a lovely man. I, I knew him personally and he was an absolute gentleman amongst gentlemen and um, he passed away at 78 today. He comes from an incredible family. Uh, his brother Dick represented Australia in three sports, rugby, rugby union and water polo. John was a Wallaby captain and legend. Um, but this man, Ken Thornett, was first inducted to the Parramatta Hall of Fame, the first inductee. And... Um, he took Parramatta to their first final series back in 62. Uh, believe me, he, he was an absolute gentleman, wonderful yeah. person. Yeah, extraordinary family, extraordinary man, uh, Ken Thornett, we have lost. Uh, we will follow across this hour Ryan James fighting that grade two careless tackle charge that did break James Tedesco's jaw. We'll see if that result comes at the judiciary. You will hear it here first. Uh, next, though, Dobbo in Brisbane on James Roberts and what he has allegedly been up to. Right here on The Rush Hour. Listen to Triple M. The Triple M Rush Hour. This is The Rush Hour on Triple M. Ray Warren and Tony Squires with you on this beautiful Wednesday evening. Not so beautiful, I would understand, for James Roberts, uh, the Brisbane Bronco, in some trouble. Just to find out, to get to the absolute bottom of it, the man who is one of the greatest investigative journalists in the history of uh, journalism. And, of course, talking about Triple M's own... Ray Martin. <laughs> Hello, Ray. How are you? <laughs> occasionally known as Ben Dobbin. G'day, Dobbo. Yeah, g'day, guys. How are you? What a day in Brisbane. It's the gift that keeps on giving rugby league at times. Mm. Um, we're all talking... This morning at uh, 8 o'clock when Wayne Bennett called a surprise closed media session training at Suncorp Stadium, that was the talking point because we didn't get to watch the Broncos have their final training session. 
Uh, Wayne Bennett comes back. He reports that they're one to seventeen. Everybody's fit and ready to go. Jordan Kahu, and then it starts to break that on Sunday night at nine p.m. there was an altercation outside the Normanby Hotel um, with a player from the Brisbane Broncos. Now we've got to say that this is obviously at the present moment alleged, and now the yep. NRL Integrity Unit are investigating this. But it is alleged that James Roberts has had an, the uh, Broncos centre has had an incident. Um, there um, with security um, and obviously the it's a little bit scratchy what we're actually trying this, uh, we're, what we're hearing but my understanding is that there might have been an altercation with a security guard uh, he was put into a position um, and was then um, I think tap, I don't know the exact word, choked down um, and was passed out for a second, an ambulance was called um, and from then uh, he declined the ambulance's assistance and has made his way home. Now, the Broncos are aware of this. They've made the NRL aware of this. And James Roberts is playing tomorrow night against the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. Well, 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 back up, Sparky. So all that has happened, but he's playing tomorrow night, so far as you know. I've spoken to the club on three or four occasions, and James Roberts will be playing tomorrow night for the Brisbane Broncos against Canterbury. Uh, this is not his first off-field misdemeanour either, by the way. Obviously, we all know... Uh, he was sacked by South Sydney. He then went to Penrith. He had an off-field incident at Penrith. Uh, he then made his way to the Titans, and he had a breakout year again last year, and he was a superstar. But the signature gate uh, got the better of him, and he left. And uh, he found his way uh, north, 100 kilometres to the Brisbane Broncos, where Wayne Bennett was going to nurture him and uh, create the superstar that he really is because he's a super talent. But at the present moment, and these are obviously alleged um, incidents, and we haven't got the actual fact facts 100% yet from the NRL, but it looks like there's been another off-field incident around alcohol with James Roberts. Yeah, it, it seems that way, Ben. Um, I'm just starting to think that there might be some um, some evidence here to suggest that maybe Roberts uh, hasn't fallen foul of, of the law as such, because Wayne doesn't normally take kindly to this sort of stuff. I mean, the reason Dane Gagai finished up at um, Newcastle um, is because Wayne basically wouldn't wouldn't put up with players like this. So I'm just wondering whether there's a, a fairly good story on the Roberts side of this equation. James Roberts in no way, and I should make this really clear, is in no way in any trouble whatsoever with the law. Police were not called, police are not investigating and they haven't been charged. Now, I've spoken to the club's welfare department today. They are of the belief that it's a constant uh, battle, that they are constantly working with their players. Um, James has had some other personal issues related around his partner and his child, um, obviously relationship being young. And, he, and look, he's a young bloke with plenty of time on his hands and a big salary, and yeah. not all of them are going to be sensible at that age. Now, I'm not saying that James Robert is, but I think we should put in context exactly that this is a young bloke who obviously in the past has had some issues and is working on some of the challenges every day. It is still, though, I mean, and we're saying it's all allegations at this moment, and I think the Broncos have, have called the, used the word rumours, but, you know, what we're reading, uh, the reports are allegations that security, security guards, uh, they placed James Roberts in a chokehold. He fell into unconsciousness, an ambulance is called, Yet you're, they're saying there's no problem with police. No police were called and no police have been charged. And I've spoken today uh, again to the club. Uh, we're obviously we're we're around the Broncos an awful lot. Yep. Um, it's a one-team town, so 
We know all the guys very well. We know the players well. We know the um, administrators. And there was no, there's been no formal charge. I've actually spoken, I can tell you, that, to the publican at the Normanby Hotel, and he is completely denying it, which you'd expect a publican to deny. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said there's yeah. no incidents, and he's welcome back at our pub any time. All right, Dobbo, thank you so much for that. Uh, and as you no mentioned, drama. Rabs, it is, of course, they have got a pretty good, uh, interesting run home, haven't they, the Broncos? That storm and the Roosters. Oh, uh, mate, mate, yeah, uh, yeah. Tony, uh, you know, it can't, be, uh, it can't be overstated, but Brisbane have got Canterbury tomorrow night, and mm-hmm. then they've got the storm away. Yep. So, I mean, Brisbane, the, the, they've been talking about five or six. They could finish seven or eight, you know. Yeah, indeed. All right, we'll keep following that uh, story and others. This is The Rush Hour. You're listening to Triple M. The Triple M Rush Hour. We're going to talk to Mel McLaughlin soon for get her Rio update. Uh, but, Ray Warren, look, I, I do like the way if somebody has a loss in the Olympics, uh, that they're gracious in defeat. In fact, what I prefer is somebody who's just bitter and twisted in defeat, uh, who doesn't like it, doesn't like anything about it, doesn't like losing, doesn't like the way they Absolutely. lost. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think I found my new hero. Uh, he is Irish boxer Michael Conlon. Now, he absolutely blew up after being beaten uh, by Russia's Vladimir Nikitin in the... Uh, yeah. So in boxing, of course, it's got to be boxing, you imagine. So he's lost and he hasn't held back. He's swung from both feet in the interview. Have a listen. Michael, you have a lot to get off your chest after that. Yeah, Aber cheats. Cheats. Uh, some of that, that's me. I'll never box for Aba again. They're cheating bastards, they're paying everybody. And no, I don't, go, I don't give a f***ing curse on TV. I'm retaining this year. That's here to Olympic gold. My dream's been shattered now. But you know what? I have a big career ahead of me. And reasons, they're known for being cheats. And I'll always be cheats. I wish your boxing stinks. From the core right there. <laughs> <laughs> he got a gold medal in that rap. <laughs> I love the fact, look, some of you may not have understood everything you said, which is probably no, for the best. It's probably for the best. He did. There was a fair bit of bleeping going on there, but he, he did say sorry about that. Sorry about that. That's me. Uh, I don't. I don't give a hook for cursing on TV. Uh, <laughs> his dreams being shattered. He said they'll always be cheats. What I do love about it, he, did, he went on to blame the Russians specifically, then went after it. He didn't even cool down Rabs and think, oh, maybe I should just apologise. He went and tweeted to Russian President Vladimir Putin, hey, Vlad, how much did they charge you, bro? <laughs> uh, Putin is yet to respond. Got to love the Olympics. It's the Rush Hour, Triple M. The Triple M, Rush Hour. Rush Hour, Triple M, Tony Squires and Ray Warren with you. More importantly, we're about to be joined by Mel McLaughlin from Channel 7. On the Triple M Rush Hour, this is a Rio update. We'll never find Ronaldo. Ronaldo? You know him? No, no. I was just distracting you while my children robbed you. Da-da-da-da. Mel McLaughlin, how's Groundhog Day treating you? <laughs> Another day. Oh, that was, that was, I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, it's, it's all right. Yeah. I'm a vampire. It's official. But, you know, it's all good. <laughs> I've seen daylight for it's about like a, two seconds. It's like another episode of Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. You should I host. Get, I know. No, Tony, mm-hmm. Tony, yeah. hold. Oh. I get to meet mm-hmm. Mel McLaughlin. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it, it's a oh. big night for Rabs. It's a big night. <laughs> Please. <laughs> it's a tough I hope I'm, I, 
I hope I'm able to handle this. Yeah, well, I'm sure you will. You've done it so the, well. The pleasure is all mine, trust me. It's, yeah. I'm nervous. Well, I'll leave you to kids alone then. Uh, t- <laughs> <laughs> Come on, get on with it. Tommy Burton yeah. has become our seventh. We waited a little bit, Mel, didn't we, for that seventh gold medal? And, of course, it was in the sailing. There's been high expectations for the sailors. They did well in London for us, and we need a bit of joy. Yes. We do. We, yeah, once again, they've done it again. Thank yeah. goodness for the sailors, even though, you know, four years in between, you mm. know, the average Aussie isn't necessarily thinking that, obviously, but then we all jump on it, don't we? Oh, thank goodness. And um, I'm a little bit dirty about that because you don't see many golds on my shift. And um, I, I threw to that race and then I get off air and then he won gold. But uh, he did extremely well. Everything had to go <laughs> his way. He was back, up. back up, Sparky. Who got to pick up the glory at the back end of it? Oh, Todd Woodbridge, oh, typical. Todd. Like, what's he ever done, really? <laughs> <laughs> but I've still I'm got Kim Brennan. That. I've got one gold and she's, a you know, the best chick in the world. So I'll, I'll cling to that. But um, <laughs> no, he did really well. Croatia, they were in the gold medal position. It was theirs to lose and, and he killed it. Yeah, having to win by five boats. It was amazing. And uh, mm. tactically, he was, it was a great race from him. Um, yeah. There, there was, what's the feeling? I mean, there's all this talk. We need those gold medals. Like, is it the worst since Seoul 1998? We want to get better than that. I mean, that that vibe. Do we have what do we have in in your shift? We have the boomers coming through. They've got a Lithuania game, which is crucial. Yeah, and aren't we desperate for some team, um, you know, some good news from our teams? Obviously, the women's rugby sevens, everything went according to plan and they were amazing. But everything else, I will say the Matildas um, were unlucky. They played well, but our other teams um, just haven't done the the job, have they? The Boomers, they've been looking fantastic. We know they haven't won an Olympic medal yet in Olympic history, but uh, they're in fantastic form. They've only lost that one game to the USA. They play Lithuania in this quarterfinal and they'll play the winner of Serbia v Croatia who played in the other quarterfinal. What about that prospect? Yeah, Those two coming the crowd up against of that each one, other. Wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Some, a bit of crowd control maybe, but no. The, um, but the Aussies, they're in awesome form and we know our lineup is um, star-studded. Um, you know, Paddy Mills is doing the business in attack and yeah, we've got big names all over the place, but more importantly, they're in form. They're not, um, you know, falling over at the Olympics, which we've seen left, right and centre with the Aussie team. Is anybody uh, like me a little bit, um, what's the word, sympathetic towards the swimmers? I know they only won three gold, but they didn't say they were going to go there and, and stand on the, the podium, say, 11 times or eight times. Uh, it, it seems to me that everybody jumps on the bandwagon when the swimmers seemingly don't, they don't present on the day. People that say, you, you, you're in a no-win situation when they say the media builds them up or you guys stop saying they're metal contenders, not just the swimmers, but what else are you going to do but say, yes, they're in contention if they're number one in the world, if they're current world champions or if they've qualified fastest. And that has been the case. It's just such a... T- that's what the Olympics is all about, isn't it? For most sports, most people, it's that I'll, I'll get it right next week, uh, I'll have another crack next year. It's four years. Every four years... It's a years, long time, isn't you, it? You miss yeah. that moment, yeah, you've missed that moment. And it's just... That's, yeah. that's what trials. makes it special. Yeah, yeah, I still think the Nationals are, are far too early. Yep. Um, I think that's I totally somewhere agree. they can... Yep. Yeah, they, they can start there if they really want to improve, I think. I mean, we're not going to go there with any false impressions of a time that was some... that was swum six months ago, you know. The Americans, yeah. uh, they, I think they trial about a month before the Games. 
Yeah, it's five so, weeks. And Bronte Campbell, she's so well-spoken, but she's obviously, you know, um, after what had happened, and she, she sort of had a backup, and I understand that, but she responded to that question. She said, no one has mastered the art of um, peaking at the Olympic Games. No one's got it right yet. You know, we've done it before and it hasn't worked, but I'm thinking, actually, no, the Americans, they, they actually have. They've yeah. mastered that art. Mel McLaughlin, you've mastered the art of just uh, standing up and talking in front of a camera. Well done, you. Uh, (laughs) Lovely to chat with you. Good luck. Hope you get another gold medal for all of our sakes overnight. Uh, Catch up again soon. Okay, thanks, guys. There she is. Mel McLaughlin joining us. You can catch her on 7's coverage of the Rio Olympics. It's the Rush Hour on Triple M. Triple M. Rush Hour. Sports update. Yes, and I'm here to tell you that Australia has lost the uh, the Test match against Sri Lanka by 163 runs uh, just moments ago. They were all out for 160. They have lost that series 3-0 to Sri Lanka, uh, facing India uh, after the home series. Ray Warren, it's not going to get any easier for the Aussie cricketers. Uh, well, I certainly don't think so. No, Davey Warner got. I don't 60. think we can. We can't go any. Worse than we've gone. It's just been <laughs> just between you and me. Cont- <laughs> it's been I'm so depressed, honestly. I know. Well, Davey Warner got 68. I them earlier. You mm. know, I, I, swimmers, they've won three goal. Yeah. We used to be so mm. so demanding and commanding, and mm-hmm. then the tennis players don't. Well, they're not allowed to go. The golfers, they don't want to go because they might get some kind of a disease or something. <laughs> and the cricketers can't play anymore. What's to become I, I'm of just us? devastated, Tony. I know, I know. Well, if you missed it earlier, if you want to be more devastated, you're from the Brisbane yes. Territory. Brisbane Broncos star James Roberts, his NRL future, is reportedly in some jeopardy again after a drunken incident on Sunday night. We spoke to Ben Dobbin earlier. Here's part of what he had to say. The Broncos are aware of this. They've made the NRL aware of this. And James Roberts is playing tomorrow night against the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. So he is playing. If you want to hear all of that interview, uh, go to the Rush Hour podcast. Just go to the Triple M website. With Curtly Beal unavailable for selection in his usual bench utility spot for this weekend's Bledisloe Cup opener against the All Blacks, Quade Cooper looks set to step into that role for the Wallabies. Beal flew to England on Monday to take up that lucrative contract with the English Premiership side London Wasps. Having won a Bledisloe, uh, hor- horrible to speak about defeat again, since 2002. Uh, but they are without Richie McGaw, the man who cheats at the breakdown, so he won't be and there. And Dan Carter. And Dan Carter, that's right. So it is a bit of a, uh, a time we could take advantage of that. ANZ Stadium has been pretty good uh, territory for us as well. Ryan James, let's get that update uh, at the NRL Judiciary tonight. Now, I understand that uh, former uh, Commissioner Jim Hall's representing Ryan James tonight. Neil Henry uh, also tagged along. As expected, the Titans are arguing that James, uh, his contact with Tedesco was unavoidable and accidental at the Judiciary. Uh, no result as yet. Trying to get rid of that one week. What do you th- think his chances are, Rabs? I, I can't believe he's going to get off scot-free. I can't believe that for a moment. Uh, I mean, I could talk to you for half an hour about the whole thing. No, you can talk but, to me for uh, 10 seconds about it, the whole thing, if you like. I, I'm sorry, I can't possibly do that. <laughs> I would recommend, though, you watch, you watch the Japanese pole vaulter and him finding another way to dislodge the bar. <laughs> with a bar. Ray Warren, thank you so much. <laughs> That's where we leave you. Good night for now. <laughs> the Triple M Rush Hour.